0: What's up, family? Zach Pruitt here, and welcome to the Catalyst for Change podcast, where we help leaders lead better. And I am so excited to get started with today's episode, where we will be talking about The ability to see and recognize the need for change in your life, business, ministry, whatever context may fit for you there. But I hope that you are having a wonderful week and day whenever it is that you may be listening, whether you are listening on this Monday of the release date of this episode or any other time. So let's talk about recognizing the need for change. Now, here is one of those unspoken battles that a lot of people actually struggle with, but they don't even realize it. And I would say that far more people struggle to recognize areas of their life that need changing than would ever even begin to think about actually admitting that. Why is that? One word, Bias, okay? B-I-A-S, bias. We are all ate up with this thing called bias, which is basically where our brains essentially excuse everything about ourselves, and we see what we do in a positive light naturally, but perhaps what others do in a negative light naturally. So that causes us to easily be able to recognize where others might need to do, be able to do some changing, but not ourselves. We are able to quickly point out that this department leader has this very annoying personality trait about them that no one likes. And the one IT guy, he seems like he is literally always having a bad day. And the receptionist at the front desk thinks that her resting face is naturally Pleasant, Okay, I think you get the point. We are quickly able to point out things about other people that in all reality, a lot of other people probably think the exact same things that we do. But on the flip side of that, all those other people have their thing that they're saying about us. But because of our bias, we tend to overlook that thing that everyone talks about us about. And I know, I know, everyone loves you and they think, and you know, they think you're flawless and you're a fearless leader, you're the best leader, you're perfect, you know, they think all of these great things about you, right? Right. But we are all truly human and that is part of our frailty. But still yet, as a leader, We have to be able to ask ourselves very difficult and challenging questions and have the ability to answer those questions honestly in order to see the need for change. There are some people who struggle with seeing things for how they truly are because, well, they think, well, that's my project that I'm working on, or that was my idea, or that's the department that I lead. Therefore, I'm always going to talk positive about it and never be real about it. But here's the thing. You can do both. You can be positive about your department or the project that you lead or the idea that you had, but also on the same side of things, be able to point out all of the flaws, all of the things that aren't going well, or the things that you maybe didn't think about. Now. It's not always easy. And of course you don't go airing out all of your dirty laundry to everyone who will listen about everything that went wrong. But in that safe space of company that you can trust, be open about areas of improvement and maybe where you went wrong. Yes, overall things may be great, but there is always room for improvement. It does ourselves, it does us, an incredible disjustice to be able to, to, to put ourselves in a place where we cannot be open and honest about the reality of our situation. Do you know how many good ideas, how many things that could have been improved upon ended up going to the grave because someone was not willing to do anything about it? I have two friends, Josiah and Micah Keneally. Um, They use the term lifelong learner. And it's a term that I love because, and I've actually started using it myself, because I want to be a lifelong learner where I am forever learning something new. And if you will be someone who is teachable and always learning something new, that means that you're always getting better, you're being better, and you're doing better. And there are three things that I have found to be indicators of a need for change. Now, of course, these are not going to be all inclusive, but they will certainly get you started. Three things, poor performance, low morale, and unused opportunities. So poor performance, low morale, and unused opportunities. Now let's talk about these three. The first is poor performance. Now, poor performance doesn't necessarily mean that you're in a deficit or performing at some astronomically low rate that you would ever be embarrassed for others to see. But instead, it could simply mean that performance just isn't where you would like it to be, or maybe it's not where you expected it to be. Now, it's not uncommon for certain goals to be left unmet. That doesn't mean you're a bad leader, okay? That does not make you a bad leader. But instead of focusing strictly on the numbers, look at how efficient things are operating. Because if there are a lot of inefficiencies, these are likely impacting the numbers, and your inefficiencies are the root cause. Inefficiencies are what cause you not to achieve maximum performance. It's the wasting or failing to make the most out of resources that has been given to you. Most often, these are There are different systems and structures that are needing to be put in place in order to get things to operate as they should. Recently, um, I realized how much time I was wasting on trying to run certain reports and gather certain information for my team. And at times, it was causing me to get behind on other work that also had to be done. And it hit me one day, why in the world? Am I wasting all of this time trying to gather this information when it would take far less time if each team member would just gather their own information for themselves and send me that information? And then all I needed to do was compile it. Now it takes a huge load off of my plate, but then each person, they're only spending maybe 30 to 45 minutes a month doing it. So I would spend hours upon hours upon hours, 30 to 45 minutes per person a month gathering this information. But now instead, I'm giving it to them. Hey, you take 30 to 45 months or minutes uh, in a month, and you send that to me. And I'm not having to do that for everyone. I'm just spending that maybe compiling all the information. So the first step, is to look at poor performance and any inefficiencies. The second is low morale. Now, there's far more that could be said here than what we actually have time for, but low morale is the result of someone feeling as though what they do doesn't matter or doesn't have an impact. Their existence is of little value. They have low morale. And that can come from a number of different factors. It could be poor compensation. It could be poor treatment, maybe not receiving enough recognition for the work that they do, not seeing enough results. It can come from a coworker, their manager, a decision that maybe the company has made. But here's the truth. You will never experience any kind of significant growth in your organization if there is an internal morale problem. If people are not excited about what they do, and if they aren't passionate about what they do, and if they don't feel like what they are doing is getting them anywhere, or bringing any value to themselves or anyone else, you will never experience any significant growth. Now, there may be times where there's not a morale issue in the organization as a whole, but maybe within the uh, certain department there is. Maybe certain departments are experiencing morale issues it could be that just one key leader and one department doesn't feel energized and that that whole entire department will probably lack because of the low morale it may only affect the it may only affect the organization as a whole slightly, but that department suffers and it has to be addressed and gotten to the bottom of. The third and final indicator that I want to talk about is unused opportunities. In both small and large organizations alike, this is typically one of the top areas where change is needed, that there are opportunities that are being unused. All around us, new technology, new resources, new ideas, new training, new programs, new systems, but go beyond that. Let your mind go beyond the technology and the ideas and the training and the programs go beyond the things that may cost money and perhaps money that you may not even have available to spend. What about unused opportunities within your staff, your volunteers, your members that are lying dormant and not being used? You have people placed before you that are already working alongside you, working toward the same goal. And these are people with incredible gifts, talents, and skill sets that are being untapped. How well do you really know the people working among you and what they are capable of? What do they already have that you could leverage through a little bit of development? to make a huge difference. Is it possible that some of the answers to your frustrations and areas of lack within your organization could actually be solved by rolling back some of the dusty carpet of some of your own team members and letting them shine in some of the things that they do best? Look deep in your organization and find those staff, Those volunteers, those members who may have more in them than you even realize, and just see what they might be able to do in your organization to make an amazing difference. And one thing that can be difficult at times is understanding that none of this, absolutely none of this is truly about you. When you are leading people, it has to be about them far more than it's ever about you. Now, of course, there are going to be times where it is about you and it needs to be about you that that has its place. But generally speaking, leadership is about others far more than it's ever about you. And that's why we must lead and be able to see that poor performance, that low morale or unused opportunities, because all of those things not only affect the bottom line and keep us from getting where we want to as an organization, but most importantly, it reflects people who are being led by us that aren't living to their fullest. They are clearly unhappy, unenergized, and unmotivated, and it's our place as the leader to do something about it. As a leader, you are moving both the organization forward and people forward simultaneously. John Maxwell said, there's a fine line between motivation and manipulation. Manipulation is when I lead you for my advantage, but motivation is when I lead you for your advantage. And when you're properly leading people, they will consistently become a better, they will consistently become a better version of themselves. Now, they have to want it, and be willing to walk in it and do what it takes and not everyone's willing to do that but those who will can take your guidance and advice and not only will it lead them to their advantage but it will also lead them to your advantage and the organization's advantage again there's a fine line a very fine line a fine fine line between motivation and manipulation. And it can be easily crossed if we're not careful because our motives become more about us than it becomes about them. And we can't allow that. So as a leader, we have to see the need for change and have the ability to recognize key areas of where change may be needed. Because until you're able to first see the need for change, you'll never be able to identify what the problem is and then find a solution. So there are obviously so many other key areas that you can identify right now and make note of those. Even if it's just a mental note, make note of those things and use that as a tool or a list that you go down and dig into each category to help you recognize the state of your organization's health, your department's health, or whatever it may be. So poor performance, low morale, and unused opportunities. Those are the three top ones that I have recognized. And again, there are so many more out there, But I hope this has helped you this week and that you will be able to use these to help you see areas where change may be needed. All right, fam, that's about it for today. This is um, this week's episode of what I'm reading. Um, so I'm going to give you that. What I'm currently reading through is Becoming a Welcoming Church by Tom Rainer. It's a very short book, so I'll be finishing that up here in just a day or so. And on to the next book. Once again, I'll throw an Amazon link to the book in the show notes. And if you have some book suggestions for me, please feel free to shoot them my way. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Zach Pruitt. And if you would, be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button to stay up to date with all new episodes. Be sure to rate as well. That helps more than you know. I hope that you have an incredible day and week. My name is Zach, and this is the Catalyst for Change podcast, where we help leaders lead better.